Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. January 13, 2021. A royal rubber ducky. A red hot mama. Staying at the YMCA. Mafia crimes. And choking on pretzels. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. You tried to read my notes. No, I didn't. Stop it. I was looking, I was admiring the fact that you've got the owl mug. I like the owl mug. It holds more. Well, hello. And hello. How are you? Yes, I am. Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you for asking. Was that sincere? I am doing you well. You really were appreciative that I asked? I am. Seriously? Sometimes or we is don't, that just a cordial thing? Sometimes we don't get in the full back and forthness. Sometimes I just make my own evaluation of how you're doing, so I don't feel the need to ask. You may not feel the need to ask, but maybe the people listening at home gathered around their radio sets yeah. by the warmth of yeah. their fire. But you're place. here talking to me. Yeah. Hey, that sounded interesting. The whole wall of the house just jiggled. Loud noises. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let that register. It didn't happen. Okay. What day is it today? Construction day again. <laughs> again. Um, it's January thirteenth. Yes. I like thirteenth days of months. Yeah, you were born on I'm one and married on guy. one. Maybe yep. maybe I'll die on one. I hope so. That was really morbid. Thanks for bringing that in. Memento now i got to watch worry. my ass all day. Memento worry? Remember? Yes, I know. Your death. It's your... It, you've said this to every one of the people in our home so many times that our kids have started announcing that that's part of our family crest. <laughs> right? They actually put that on a report. Yeah. AJ absolutely did that. Unironically, she was like, is that not our family motto? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should tell you something about yourself. That's really what all those classroom exercises are for. It's to report back to parents. This is, this is who you are, parent. I stand by that. Remember that you will die. That is the way to live life. Okay. 
just, okay, moving on, moving on. It's National Rubber Ducky Day. All right, get Ernie into his bathtub and fill well, up the rubber duckies. Yes, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, the rubber ducky was first designed in the 1800s. Okay. Utilizing Charles Goodyear's method for rendering rubber into malleable material. Mm-hmm. It was in the 1940s that the design we all know today evolved the yellow floaty orange build travesty that is the duck. Just it was a little harsh. Stop topic. making ugly responses to me. It was a little harsh. Memento mori. <laughs> um, so then it was in the 1970s that, yes, indeed, Ernie from Sesame Street in introduced us to his catchy song, Rubber Ducky. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You make that time lots of fun. Is it lots or so much? Either. I think it's so much, but I can't remember. Um, plainly, it was his so much fun and not my own. <laughs> Were you allowed to have rubber duckies? In your I bed? never had a rubber ducky that I'm aware of. Okay. That's in sad. 1992, a cargo ship tipped during a storm, releasing 29,000 rubber duckies into the ocean. Are you aware of this? I remember this. I do. I vaguely remember this. It is suggested or believed that these duckies drifted north to the Arctic, ultimately. That's Many right. of them freezing in the ice and yes. henceforth slowly melting, returning to the Atlantic, ultimately <laughs> Re happening upon shores around the world. Returning to the, the dust from which they were made. Mm. It is very oh, momentary. Yeah. Mm, yeah, something. <laughs> um, rumors swirled in 2001 from a British tabloid that Queen Elizabeth II had her own royal version of the rubber ducky complete with a crown. Oh, well, how very proper. How very proper indeed. Yes, yes, yes. So, there you go. Um, have a bath or drink some wine or talk about ducks. Something, right? I, I genuinely... I have sadness in my heart that, as a child, you never had a rubber ducky for your bath. I feel like it formed me into the man I am today. It does explain a lot. It explains a lot. Thank you. If it is your birthday today, you do share it with none other than the last of the Red Hot Mamas, Ms. Sophie Tucker. Now, if you're unfamiliar, as I was... As you were just a few, few short Red Hot minutes ago. That's right. Yep. She was a mid-century singer, a comedian, an actress, and a radio personality. She was known for her powerful delivery of comical and risque songs. Yes. How risque could it have been in the mid-century? I don't know. Oh, you'll know here shortly. Well, she was one of the most popular entertainers in America during the first half of the 20th century. One of her most famous songs was titled, get ready, buckle up everybody. No, it's risque. It's something. Nobody loves a fat girl, but oh, how a fat girl can love. I, I'm what? blushing. Hey, I'm blushing. You better be careful what you say. I'm just kidding. Oh, I wouldn't. This Come was, on now. This was obviously a, a, a song of its time. It was mm -hmm. of an era. The word fat has gone through many incarnations to where it's swooped back to becoming a perfectly fine thing to say again. If you want to claim that as a, yeah. what's the word? I think there's descriptor a descriptor of yourself. I think signifier. The pendulum. You kept talking. I was just trying to. Oh, I'm a bully. You know I'm this. trying to edge my way in and uh -huh. just get a word out. Yes. Um, 
I think the pendulum swings. Mm -hmm. There are so many words that even today we would we would view as offensive that were originally even scientific descriptors mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. different things. Yes. Um, and just simply because that moniker was attached and somebody threw some funk on it when they called somebody that, then it was like, oh, you can't say that. Yeah. And we got, we, we went, I feel, man, I hope we're on the the downhill slide of the era of I'm butthurt over something and that we can get a little tougher. So you think the pendulum is swinging back up. Now we're going to... I don't know if it is or isn't. I hope we are because I don't know how much further we can go into imprisoning. It's not just that you're not allowed to say things. We've even gone in and completely redefined other things. So no, I don't even know how to speak English anymore. Well... Stick to what you're doing. You're doing a good job right now. Are you sure? So I, I give you the seal of approval. Okay. I'm very nervous. Don't be nervous. Really, I honestly am often on the show. And there have been a few times where we've had to edit because I said something that I had no idea was... Problematic. Was a, yeah, like that people would lose their minds over. I'm like, what? I, what, what? Yes. But I can guarantee you this. After we finish recording, mm -hmm. we're going to dial up Nobody Loves a Fat Girl if we can find it. Okay. Well, it's got to be out there. I'm going to claim that as my victory song. Victory sausage mm -hmm. song. You are not a fat girl. Stop it. Maybe I just want to adopt that as my Maybe song. Maybe you'd like to love like one. I don't know. <laughs> oh my I gosh. don't know. I just threw that in. Thank you, Miss Sophie Tucker. Last of the Red Hot Mamas. Last of the Red Hot Mamas. I... I salute you, ma'am. I didn't, so I didn't know about her specifically. I have heard that phrase, last of the red hot mamas. I've heard that since my childhood. Not really? with great frequency or anything, but I, yeah. And to now finally know where that came from. I, I breathe a sigh of relief as I mop my sweat moistened brow <laughs> out of concern of saying something offensive. Okay. I'm glad we could bring some relief into your life. Yes. Um, 1404 is technically where we begin I, with know, the things. Look, I feel like 14, the 1400s or the 15th century, I feel like it's an underrated century. We hardly yes. ever talk about the 1400s. Hey, it's not because I don't want to. Hey, stop. Yeah, somebody's dog. She's doing that in your sleep over there. That's ridiculous. You have ridiculous animals. I ridiculous love, animals love you. I love my ridiculous dogs. Okay, 1404. It's it's not that I don't like it. It's that it's rare that we're presented something. But I, okay, just I'm going to put a pin in that because I feel like, like what was going on in the 1400s that nothing notable happened to make it on the show? I don't, I don't know. know. Here's it's my ignorance. Here's my ignorance. When were the Dark Ages? Well, the Dark Ages were technically like... It was before that, I know. Yeah, like I want to say 1100 and prior. Okay. Or maybe 1000. So around 1000. So ended there. And then we began renaissancing. Well, there was the Middle Ages and then the Renaissance. What was it Renaissance officially on? Do you have an official number? I'm going to... You know, you're not going to like this, but it was kind of around the time of the Protestant Reformation or okay. Protestant Revolt. As yeah, no, that, that's fine. It is a revolt. Uh, they reformed nothing. They left. It's a revolt. Um, just define it as it is. It's not an insult to anybody. It's I just know. let's talk with correct words. Yes. Let's use our big boy and big girl words. But the 1400s are solidly, solidly Middle Ages. Okay. Then, or, no. Um, yeah, well, end. End of Middle Ages. So nearing, I would, nearing the end. Yeah. I would just say that maybe we don't see a lot because usually the most 
prolific things are at the beginning and early middle stages oh, of a period. Yeah, that's a good point. And so just much isn't celebrated. But in any event, in 1404, English Parliament, and I do love this. I do love this. English Parliament passes the Act of Multipliers. You would love that in math. Well, ex- I, that's not why I love it. I like it because that's a good word, multipliers or multipliers, <laughs> if you have several pair. Um, it forbade, let's just listen to this, it forbade alchemists to use their knowledge to create precious metals. Mm. They weren't even questioning whether alchemy was real. They're like, oh no, it's real. And we're going to forbid you from creating precious metals because they had tremendous fear that it would spoil the economy to have this influx of of cash. It's the perpetual problem for someone that works in my field, in the securities industry, all of that, that, that sees the both current and historical machinations that have gone on over currencies, foreign as they relate to each other, and the machinations they're in to screw somebody over with this or that. And it's fascinating. And so you bet they were deeply, deeply concerned because they didn't question the alchemist's ability to turn dung into gold or whatever. Right. Um, it was like, yeah, don't don't ruin the economy. I know. Economy bros, gonna economy bro. It's awesome. I like it. All right. Here's something you might like. I love how we skipped. Now we're in 1957. There were things that happened in between, but they weren't awesome. 1404 to 1957. Here we are. 1957, the company Whammo. Whammo. Began production of Pluto platters. Like Pluto the planet. Or the character on the Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah, no, it was the planet. Okay, Pluto platters. Now, uh, shocker. The Pluto platters did not have that great of sales. Turned in a punch bowl. As it totally didn't go over. So then in June, they were like, oh, no, 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 just kidding. This is actually a sports item and it's called a frisbee. The tactic word. Yeah. Now you can play backyard frisbee. You can do frisbee golf, which is a very serious thing. Very serious. I, I know someone that dislocated their shoulder doing this. What? Yeah. It's a former neighbor. I had no idea. That's brutal. It's not just smoking weed and skipping work. <laughs> Sorry. That's that's my perception. It's probably not real. It's my perception. No, but so at the back in the before times, before the quarantine, we had a membership at the city municipal pool close to our house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and along running alongside and around the property where the pool is on, there's a frisbee golf course. Mm-hmm. They've and, converted it now to a COVID obstacle course. <laughs> Random people out there coughing and throwing tissues. <laughs> That aside, however, yes, yes. Well, now it's not even that interesting because now I'm thinking about a COVID obstacle course. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, they, we would go obviously in summer days, June and July. Oklahoma City it's hot, and there are men. It's always men. Yeah, grown grown ass men. Grown ass men. Yeah. A lot of times with no shirt on. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that was the right choice for their. So they weren't dads, I take it. They were not dads. They were like college age, twenty year oldish men. And this is in the middle of the day on a weekday, and they are out there working that frisbee golf course. And yeah. I am always just like, dudes, it is hot out here. Is this and fun? Are you having fun? Do are you, you have okay? a job? Yeah. Go contribute to society. Anyway, go get your frisbee and do some frisbee golf, or just toss it around in the backyard for your dogs. Yes, they like them too. 
They do. Though we've never had, well, we had one. Our German Shepherd could yes. catch it, but she always did so in such a way that it looked like it hurt and you didn't want to throw it anymore. Oh my gosh, so, but remember when she'd run with it in her mouth and she'd yes. trotting with it in yes. front of her eyes and she'd yes. trotting through the yard. She had no idea where she was going. It was magnificent. <laughs> it was so cute. Um, 1979, mm -hmm. today, mm -hmm. the YMCA files a libel suit against the village people. <gasps> what? Oh, because of the song. The song, it wasn't the only suit they attempted. There was a, they did another one that was infringement or something as well. Wait, what's libel? That settled. Well, that's like somebody's, somebody's besmirching us. You're, they're saying something false or untrue mm -hmm. is libel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, libel and slander are similar, but one is in print and one is... Evidently verbal okay, through a song okay. uh, is my guess. That's less important. What what matters here is it was absolutely, there's no question about this, it was publicly celebrated that the song was a celebration of the supposed reputation of the YMCA as being a popular cruising and hookup spot for young gay men. Mm -hmm. Now, YMCA standing for established as the Young Men's Christian Association, they were certainly not pleased with this accusation. Now, according to some sources, the lead singer and lyricist, Victor Willis, mm -hmm. originally verified that the song was referencing gay culture. Sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But in September of this year, 2020? Yes. What? Well, this, this past year, yeah. September of this okay. past year, yes. He issued a warning slash threat on the Facebook. What? Saying, quote, I will sue the next media organization or anyone else who falsely suggests YMCA is somehow about illicit gay sex. Whoa, 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 whoa. And what? yeah, all I've got to say about that is, you know, hey, e easy there, Victor. Or as perhaps Shakespeare might have said, the young man doth protest too much. Just I'm, calm it down. I'm confused because, okay, so did the YMCA like win a lawsuit against them and he was trying to... Yeah, here's the difficulty of uh, limited amount of time oh. to do research for a show. Okay. Um, there have been so many lawsuits yeah. around both this song and much other of the work done. Yeah. Um, that it's, it's you can't find your way to, or I couldn't in a, in a quick fashion, I couldn't find my way specifically to the libel suit that okay. the actual YMCA brought up. Okay. Um, like I said, now there's... There are sources that document that in the in the the story as it goes that in the moment of the writing of this song that Victor was Hundo P mm -hmm. in recognition of of what it was they were kind of nod and a wink celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and that then yeah, now here all of a sudden he's he's waving the angry fist of threat. On Facebook, of all places. On I Facebook, don't... because that's where you take your legal battles. I was going to say, I don't know that that holds up in court, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, Whew, yeah okay. that was a walk. Yeah. That was a walk. 
1986, uh -huh. the NCAA, uh -huh. the National Collegiate Athletics Association, with whom I am quite familiar with, mm -hmm. an old bedfellow, as it were, mm. whatever that means. That was um, risque. In 86, they adopted the then quite controversial Proposal 48, which ultimately just set standards for Division I eligibility to play, and much of it centered around originally, I think, test scores, SAT, ACT scores. Whether or not you could read. Yeah, and then in the aftermath of that, it had to do with uh, core credits completed in high school. Mm. It's truly preposterous. The only reason anyone railed against this was that there were completely illiterate and Literally. incapable of learning humans yeah. that could play good sports ball mm -hmm. uh, that were being admitted into colleges and yeah the always who yells about this and this isn't a slam it isn't a, a pick at things who yells about this are the institutions who refused to compromise admission standards for their university mm. and they were getting just absolutely slaughtered on the athletics fields by those who would take Oh, that's interesting. See, I think that I would have thought the people who are yelling about it were the universities who are like, we don't care if you can read or not, just come no, play no. football for us. Well, they were the ones yelling. They were the oh. ones yelling, no. It was these others that were yelling, yes. We. They were the reason that this became legislation. Okay. Because they were tired of losing to sure. people that could not qualify for a third grade spelling bee. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was in 86? 86. That's crazy. It was a major part of my life. I began coaching in 90, 96, 10 years later. Mm, Does that feel right? Somewhere in that realm. Late 90s, let's say. 96. It was the 96, 97 year. Yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. somewhere in that transition. Yeah. And I can remember the uh, extreme butt-puckering pressure of passing the NCAA exam that would allow me to even mildly interact with someone that might be a recruit. The NCAA manuals, I think, thicker than the Bible. It's ridiculous oh at this point. I'm scandalized by the phrase butt puckering, so let's move on. Are you really? Yes. 1987. Today. Today. Sentencing for several figures involved in the Mafia Commission trial. Mm -hmm. All caps on those. Yes. Mafia Commission trial. They're all proper nouns. Now, yeah, these were people, I'm guessing, indicted mm -hmm. by then-U.S. Attorney Rudolph Giuliani. Yes. We, this might, is one of we the don't things, miss Rudy today. Rudy, this is one of the things that made Rudy who Rudy is. It okay. was him flexing into his fullness. Flexing. He did this under my favorite pet... Mm -hmm. understanding of legalities, especially when it concerns the mafia, the RICO Act. Yes. The reason I love that so much, you guys, this is embarrassing to admit, but many, and I mean many a year ago. You knew a boy named Rico. No. And you wished you And then I named him. my child Nico. No. Yes. No. Uh, I used to watch a soap opera, a soap opera called General Hospital. One of the main characters in the era I watched General Hospital was a man named Sonny who was in the mob. Of course he was. His name as, was Sonny. As much as you can It's be. a given. Um, on General Hospital on a soap opera, and he was always trying to evade those RICO charges. Mm -hmm. And they just like would throw RICO around like yes. they knew what they were talking about. Right. 
Anyway, these people were charged for extortion, labor racketeering, and of course it is the mafia, so it's murder. murder. Murder indeed. Leaders and heads of the New York Mafia's five families were convicted, many of them sentenced to at least 100 years in prison, the maximum possible sentence under that law. These people included Big Paul, Fat Tony, Tony Ducks. We've mm -hmm. talked about Tony Ducks before, despite their great nicknames. Couldn't save them in the court of law. That's right. They convicted. That's right. I like to say Tony Ducks, but it doesn't mean you're not going to jail, sir. Sir! Go to jail. Can't duck those RICO charges. Just ask General right. Hospital and Sunny. Just ask anybody. Yeah. Anybody who's been victim. 1998, the year of the birth of our marriage. That's right. Is that a weird way to say the year we got married? Not at all. Not at all. 1998, the television network NBC agrees to pay just shy of $13 million per episode to air ER. And this was the absolute strength of that series was in 98. It was peak ER season yes. back in these days. Now that was the highest amount ever paid for a TV show. They also negotiated at this time to keep their contract for Monday Night Football at 1.15, that's 1.15 for in layman's terms. Okay. A billion <laughs> dollars yes. per season. Yes, so as popular as ER was, it still didn't even just sniff the sniff the the jock strap of the NFL. As soon as you said sniff, I was like, you "Where, are you, was, going? You where are you going? Where are you, you going?" You knew where I was going. We're gonna have to censor it. Okay. Um, goodness, you have no faith in your. I'll husband. tell you later what I thought you were gonna say. Oof, I'm scared. 1999, and this is for. I was completely unaware of how many Hoovians we have. We have so many Hoovians. The the Hoovian. And awesome crossover? Yes. It's not insignificant. So this is for all of you wonderful people. Today in 1999, one of the 110 missing episodes of Doctor Who was found in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm telling you something you already know here, but if you go to doctorwho.org.nz for New Zealand... You can read all about it in a entry that was titled The Lion's Tale. T-A-L-E. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the story of the lion, not the actual mm. swishing tale. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, 1999, basketball superstar Michael Jordan announces his retirement for the second time. You know, I mean, it's fun to poke fun at that, but I get it. That was well, his whole identity, you know? But here's the thing. He, unlike any other player of whom I'm aware, yeah. he retired definitely going out on top. Yes. Definitely going out on top and recognizing, it, part of his decision to do so was recognizing he was no longer able to do but what he once did. Yeah. But when he returned, he didn't come back and try to be what he was. Okay. He remade himself mm -hmm. in that process. And he was equally as strong as he was before, just differently as a player. And had a great, quote, second career as an NBA player, national championships, I guess world championships technically. But yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's ha-ha, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's kind of good he, he came back. He had a whole other career to give. Was he then the inspiration for the country and western song, maybe Toby Keith? 
Not as good as I once was. But I was good once as I ever was. Why I, is that? I don't know. That started when you were talking. That started playing in my mind. It's possible. In the jukebox of my mind. Um, he'd, uh, if you want to get really into the nitty gritty of things, he'd recognize some knee issues that prevented him from being able to, to jump and do yeah. some of the things as dominantly as he once did. But he became a master then of feeding. Not that he didn't still score a lot of points and do some amazing things, but of of feeding the ball in to whoever was open and yeah i'm narrowing my eyes at you physically because you are. who are you that you know this much about basketball a sport which you i hate hate no question asked i hate it but michael jordan is actually just one of those epic people yes. of our time so he he was a epic figure of my childhood mm-hmm. and Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I don't, I don't write off somebody because I dislike the the thing personally that yeah. they were involved in. I yeah. respect deeply greatness. And he's truly a great among greats. Definitively, there is there's no one that sniffs his jockstrap. If we want to continue down that path, um, Kobe Bryant, great player. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, great player. LeBron James. Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Steph Curry. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. These are all great players. They're definitively head and shoulders above who's around them during their careers. But to date, I, I don't care. You can grab, you can, oh, well, look, statistically, whatever. Actually, statistics are this. Hey, shut up. Do not try to the, basketball explain no, basketball to this, Kyle. He will this man not tolerate it. In his area of expertise, mm-hmm. he is he it's unlikely that he will be matched in our lifetimes because this is that type of talent within his specific field. He's just that great. Yeah. It's not an insult against anybody else, but it would be an insult against him to say, "Oh, here's the next who no. No one will be that again. Someone else will be great in their own way, just like he was, because he did things no one else had ever done. I can't even add anything to it. The best anybody could ever say is, well, here's the second Michael Jordan. Right. Because he's already done it. It doesn't matter at this point. He's the second Michael Jordan. Yeah. In fact, they'd have to be the third because he was the first and the second. And the second. Exactly. It's a long walk, but I got there. All right. This next... Thing that I'm going to say is one of my favorite things. This is amazing. No one will think this is as funny as I do. I have been laughing about this all afternoon because I spied it on your computer screen. In 2002, 
Go back with me in a journey in time, yes. 2002. Yes. It was a simpler time, but at the time we thought it was a terrible time. Anyway, U.S. President, sitting president, mm -hmm. George W. Bush, fainted after choking on a pretzel. <laughs> Indeed. Georgie, Georgie, here, take your sippy cup and drink your your apple juice and get that itchy that, that itchy pretzel down your throat. He probably in the in the retrospective of American presidents, he probably wasn't a great one, but he was I a toddler. Have, he was a toddler in office. I have so much affection for him, probably because of Will Ferrell's uh, yeah. incarnation of him on Saturday Night Live. I hope for former President Bush's sake that the pretzel he choked upon was from Auntie Anne's. No, no. No, don't you. It was, no, 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 listen. Mm -mm. I feel like it was on Air Force One, and it was like a little bag of airplane pretzels. No! That's what I feel like. I didn't I didn't look to verify, but that's what I pretty sure I want to sure believe somebody, he sent somebody to the mall mm -mm. to go to Auntie Anne's. If you don't have an hey, Auntie Anne's. listen. No. Listen. One, listen. It's quite obvious that the Bushes have a weak throat constitution because it was his dad that puked on someone, right? Uh, like the Japanese prime yes. minister or something. Or China or something. Yes. Something not here. Yes. The Bushes have some digestive they, issues. They have throat sensitivities, okay? of a certain age are laughing with us. <laughs> People that are younger than us are like, what Wait, are you what? talking about? What is this? Um, Auntie Anne's pretzels are the best pretzels, hands down. I will not hear any other opinions. I hate this. pretzels. Goodbye. All pretzels, every pretzel. Have you ever had an Auntie Anne's pretzel? I have. You don't know what you're talking I about. I choked and passed out. <laughs> I didn't like it. Okay, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. I really want an Auntie Anne's pretzel right now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. 2020. It's, it's practically yesterday. The oldest material existing on this earth is revealed by scientists studying the Murchison meteorite that landed in Australia in the oh. 1960s. Okay. So they didn't discover this. They revealed this yeah. today. The material is believed to be 7.5 billion years old. Old and the real travesty here, yeah, is that we never heard about this because thanks COVID, this was right around the time we're like, what? What's a, what's a COVID? Remember? Do you remember me and you? I want you to go back in your mind mm -hmm. a year ago. Me and you, personal people. That doesn't make sense. It's good enough as humans. Our children, Daisy and AJ, were starting to say like, people are freaking out about COVID. This is a bad thing. You and I, in the naivete of early 2020, were like, don't worry about it. We lived through yeah. bird flu. We lived through H1N1. We lived through all of these things. It's okay. It's fine. We're good. Little did we know. Little did we know. Also, I have a lot of tabs open uh, for the internet browser on my phone. Not as many as I have on my desktop. We should do a little competition, a little you, tab off. You will lose very quickly. I have so many open that my computer shuts itself down on a regular basis. <laughs> well, Can't keep up. What, must stop. <laughs> must stop processing. <laughs> One of the tabs I have open tells like a hundred great things that happened in 2020 that we just didn't hear about. Yeah. And a lot of them are science related, but we didn't hear about them because of COVID. So maybe this was well, one of listen, them. Well, listen, here's the truth of this. Yeah. 
in my cynical perspective of Uh-oh. life. Cynical it's not alert. because of COVID. It's because of our complete ass bag media out there who is busy working hard to come into unity with big tech and government and all of that to preach the same message like a idiot little dog. Just <laughs> did I do right that time? Instead of any news whatsoever, uh, it's despicable. And don't forget big advertising dollars because that's what it's, it's all That's about. what drives all of them, but it's not the controller of them. Advertising oh. dollars come in a big way when you keep the attention of the public. Okay, you and I don't watch the news on a regular basis, like on network TV. It's true. When we, and everything in my life, I feel it goes back to the ice storm, but when we had to stay at my parents' house during the ice Mm. storm, they keep cable news. Yes, around the clock. Around the clock. Around the clock. And I was shocked and also horrified. They've literally sacrificed a clock and encircled it with TVs as a shrine. (laughs) I did not... can't fathom whatever i'm sure this is the same for whatever 24-hour news station you're watching yeah it's like literally like a minute and 30 seconds of quote-unquote news of content and then it's commercial breaks it's so many commercials yeah our twins who had never seen commercials before because they grow up in the age of netflix and amazon prime they came away from staying at their grandparents house with all of these things they wanted to buy and get and do and think because there's commercials. Yeah. Anyway, that's All off topic. We're trying to talk about the oldest living material on Earth. We'll never know. You can't even find it. It just wants to talk about COVID. It being the the Borg. That's the, a that's a sci-fi reference. Oh, I'm bad at sci-fi. The cumulative identity. Okay. Mm-mm. In 2020, also, this happened. This yes. Again, just Second nod. Like, to the good queen. Listen, you guys, Queen Elizabeth II, again, like you said, the second nod to her in this episode, she issued a statement on this day in 2020, reluctantly supporting Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, with their wish to live a more independent life, to leave the scrutiny that they face in yes. Great Britain and to just be Americans, just doing their thing. I feel like... Or are they in Canada? Anyway, they're in North America. I feel like rather than being related to Johnny Cash that Ethel is related to Queen Elizabeth II because they're both lying. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, she cares deeply. She's pissed. Yeah. But why do you why do you guys take down my maternal grandmother? I love Ethel. She's the I, best thing this, in my family history. None of this is out of disrespect. It's okay. out of a deep respect. I love Ethel and even more I love Bernard. Yes. Because Bernard was the silent just getting it done guy. Yeah. They are two of my favorite people in history. Thank you. So you would you would admit that my grandmother would, there was not lying. About no, she me. was lying. Absolutely she was lying. <laughs> I hate you. That's part of why I love her. She was just like, you know what? I found somebody left their arm out and I hooked mine through it and I'm right here doing the square dance with it. You are so mean to me. Why can't I have this one thing? You can, just like she did, but it's still bullshit. It doesn't matter. I all of us cling all of us cling to lies. It's okay. But just admit it. If you are turning into tuning in to Awesome Today for the first time, you're confused. (laughs) And that's okay. Uh, Long before we got this far. That's for sure. All right. Trending announced today. No, 
what, yesterday? Yesterday, technically. This yeah. week. It was announced this week that the movie Deadpool 3. 3. It is happening. It will be part of the MCU, also known as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It will, of course, it has to feature actor Ryan Reynolds well, in that leading role. It didn't Deadpool. have to, but that's what makes it. Who else would play Deadpool? That's, that's the statement for sure. But I promise you, to get Deadpool 3 out of our good snarky friend Ryan, yeah. they had to come up with some really serious cash. Because he knows he's got them by the... Squiggly comic lines. That was good. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Mm -hmm. um, I've never watched Deadpool, and I also genuinely, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dumb blonde who is actually a ginger in this moment. I thought Deadpool was its own situation happening apart from Marvel Cinematic Universe. I had okay. no idea until this very moment. It's been attached. How though is Deadpool a real character in comic books? Yes, it would not. Not as popular. It was always historically a a redheaded stepchild, if you will. I have red hair. You're not a stepchild, so you don't know. Not yet. It was always... It, it was that relative that you're not proud of. Yeah. You're not going to not admit to him, but you're not going to advertise him. Mm. Deadpool was there for a long time. Now, Ryan Reynolds brought to Deadpool... He created... Through his persona, Deadpool was, in fact, the equivalency of Spider-Man, but he had the snark and even, to an extra degree, of the Terminator. Okay. The Terminator always, Arnold, the governator, known for his one-liners in these. And that's yeah. that's what Reynolds brought was sure. these, these statements. He's good at it. Yeah. He's a great Deadpool. And so he brought, in fact, he so influenced the Marvel Universe with Deadpool that if anybody is bothered to notice, Spider-Man changed because Spider-Man felt threatened by Deadpool. In the most recent versions of Spider-Man, you have this new kind of smart-ass character yeah. that was never true historically. This is fascinating. Yeah. Um, if you... I hate to send people to TikTok because it's problematic. I understand that. But listen, on TikTok. Yeah. I don't want to do this, but I'm doing this. I'm doing it anyway. There's a whole MCU sorry, no, sorry. Marvel Cinematic Universe TikTok. God, I love this stuff so much. I'm like, sorry, not sorry about it. I love when people take things like Marvel Cinematic Universe or mm -hmm. Star Wars, which I have not even seen all the movies of, but they apply academic interpretations yes. of the yes. uh, texts and talk about it. There's so many fascinating things about Marvel Cinematic Universe as compared to the Marvel comics, which we actually just brought up yesterday on the show. Um, there's so much good stuff on there. I'm just going to leave it at that. There, there's, a, there's a lot in the real world as well, that goes unnoticed. Yes. I wished I could have found more information on this. I only thought of it because you brought it up and I've run across this in the past several days where somehow, some way, somebody had loosely managed to get proposed legislation for a Death Star. Mm. And it was it was received in the same fashion that it was presented and the, the response ultimately was that, one, the United States did not believe in destroying other planets and two, that the cost of whatever 
something trillion dollars was beyond the budget that we felt worthy to contribute to it. Okay. So, yes. All right. This is, this is not just art imitating reality and all of that, but, uh, in fact, art and reality having a, a fun go at things. All right. I love it. That's all I got for you. I have one more trending. This is... Oh, I don't even know how to present this the right way. So, Cleveland Grover Meredith Jr. That that name is a... That, it's a hell of a name. It's a hell of a name. You, you got to have some calluses on you to make it far in life with that name. Yeah. Of Colorado, he reportedly drove to Washington, D.C. with, quote, a shit ton, end quote, of ammunition. With the goal of shooting Nancy Pelosi. Don't do it, Cleveland. Pull now, over. According to the federal indictment, he arrived in D.C. too late to participate in the protest that ultimately entered the Capitol. Mm. Anybody of our age... There's a lot going on here. There's so much going on here. Anyone of our age is familiar with the now completely... You can't admit that you would have watched and or liked... The movie Blazing Saddles. Mm. This was in an era where comedy was allowed to make fun of everything. Comedy was all over the place. There is a moment. They didn't care if you were offended. Yes, there's a moment. There's a phrase. You look it up. You watch it. You watch it. Don't tell anybody you watched it. You laugh your ass off because you will. <laughs> there is a moment. There is a phrase in there. Somebody's got to go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> an often repeated phrase. Our children probably know that phrase. They know the phrase. They have no idea what it means. <laughs> That's what I thought of immediately was somebody's got to go get a shit ton of ammunition. So you're telling me that in the actual news reports that you read and researching for the show, they said the phrase or they in quotes, they, in quotes, they wrote the phrase, yes, a shit ton, a shit ton of ammunition. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't show up on time and all of this that ensues. And all I can think as I'm reading through this, because it's a terrible story. It really is. It's it a is terrible, terrible story. I'm laughing because of the shit ton being used All I can it. think of is, well, if you, if you wanted to set about that efficiently, did it really take a, a, a shit ton of ammunition? And perhaps it was the weight that delayed your journey and made you too late to participate. Now, I'm glad he didn't get there on time. Of course. Thank goodness he didn't get there on time. Right. Um, but I feel like we have to, in life, enjoy the, the moments of like, wait a minute. Hey, oh, hey, wait just a damn minute. Did you just say a shit ton exactly. of ammunition? There's so much insanity. You have to find the little nuggets of, yes. of crazy to laugh about. So, well, we've talked about we're, we're running low on world material lately because we're just like, both of us, I think, are working so hard in work. We are. In our daily life, we are just yeah. so slammed that that, and in fairness, there is material that we're consuming. Yeah. It's not material that we're ready to share yet. Yeah. And I don't know when we will be or if we will be. It's something that's meaningful to us. Yeah. But we're yeah, we we try to we try to have some modicum of consciousness about the people. Of course. About who listens or who will and all of that. And it's not that we're embarrassed or any of that. It's no. just like, is this really something that anybody else cares about? So I don't know. Maybe we'll it's shaping and changing us. So minimally, even if we never mention it, you'll experience it through the changing us. That was extremely hashtag cryptic. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't even I don't even worry about what have I been watching? What did I start watching last night? There's something I'm watching. I don't know. Mm. I fell I completely and quickly to sleep. <laughs> you were there for it. I was there for the beginning. Oh, I know what it is. I, it, finally, it just struck me. On Netflix, The Messiah. Oh my gosh, yes! I did fall asleep, but what I saw was very intriguing. It is, a, it is an engaging show. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly you'd have to... Suspend some disbelief. Yeah, suspend some things yeah. to be able to participate in this. Not feel offended or threatened exactly. by it to be able to participate. Um, in terms of participation, it is mixed between English and foreign language. So you do have some subtitles here and there. It uh, starts in the Middle East. It, it visits there on occasion throughout the, the goings-on. It's interesting. I don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. I... I've hesitated, I always hesitate to mention anything until I've seen the entirety, because I've seen a few things that the third or fourth episode in, all of a sudden, it's like, wait, this is softcore porn, what happened? You've even mentioned that on the show a few times, like you didn't know you were getting duped into a softcore porn situation. I don't see that that's where this is going. It is whoever it is that wrote it, and full props to you, whoever you are, It's it's a deeply thought out yeah. Presentation of a thing that I'm not done with to know exactly what the presentation is. It's yeah. interesting. And, and I would rank this above Lupin mm. to say, hey, if you don't have something to watch, journey journey this okay. and, and see what goes on. Uh, I can't promise you you'll like it or any of that, but it, at least in the early episodes, it's you can tell that some intellect was involved. It's not just brain dead. Yeah. Whatever. And that's what you're looking for on Netflix or for your evening entertainment, wherever you may find it. Something that makes you think. I can't lay in bed for five minutes without falling asleep, so... You say that, and yet in the moment that you find the thing that tickles your fancy... Well, like the flight attendant. Yes, you you manage to stay awake. And that's... So I think the, the most accurate, fair to you, Fair to other people, assessment would be to say, look, if it's not really good, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. If it's really good, I'll make myself sit up so I can't fall asleep. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I do not recall a single episode of Lost that you fell asleep during. No! In fact, I recall, I recall a time where we both looked at each other through slit eyes, trying to stay awake and say... One more. That was such a great time. Can we rewatch Lost, please, someday? Someday, yes, we can. Someday, yes. I feel like that's what you say to your kids when you have no intention of. <laughs> in this moment, I'm more sincere in that statement than I've ever been. Okay, thank you. We will at some time. Thank you. Understand how many seasons are there? Six. Six seasons, and they are in-depth episodes. So that it's not like, oh, well, we'll do this next week. This is going to be a, a months long commitment. I don't even know if it's still on Netflix. <laughs> It'll, it's findable. Somewhere it's findable. All right. And we will find it when the timing's right. But it's going to require, I don't feel like you can watch anything else when you're watching Lost. It's I feel my, like it has to be, it's Lost or nothing. It's my favorite TV series of all time. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. 
Um, are there any lifestyle things? I have one lifestyle thing. Let's hear it. We've recently commented that 80% of our furniture is here. <gasps> yes! And as of Friday, the last 20% is scheduled to arrive. We will finally be through yes. the living room transition. Weeks We've, and weeks early. Weeks and weeks early, and yet weeks and weeks after when we bought it. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a real push-pull. I'm the optimist over here. Like, it's so early. And you're the realist who's saying, like, but if only they had it in stock when we ordered it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not disappointed that it I'm wasn't excited. there. And I am now excited that it will be here and that it's we will good. have this behind us so that we may transition to the next. Mm. Whatever. All right. Are there any other awesome things for today? I fairly well covered it. You think or you know? I know we have covered the awesome. I sense the BS in your voice, but that's fine. We have so much to talk about after you hit. We do. Meg's Stop. eager to cut you out of our lives. No, no. To move ahead. Uh, we need to talk about what you were going to say about sniffing the thing of. And many other things as well. <laughs> I wasn't what I was going to say. It's what you thought I was going yeah, to say. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. accurate here. Okay. Now, all right. Anyway, all that stuff and things. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Pro tip. If you ever find yourself in a position of high visibility, like being the president, and you have weird quirks, like easily choking on otherwise innocent foods, maybe avoid those foods while you are in office. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.